Today's show is brought to you by Bogart Extractors, an industry leader in hydrocarbon extraction. Over the last decade, Bogart has implemented many new technologies, which have helped to revolutionize the way hydrocarbon extractions are performed. Each unit is made with sanitary stainless steel and is built and tested right here in the USA. Their certified system for use in licensed facility meet all NFPA and ASME standards and undergo peer-reviewed by third-party engineers to ensure facilities and its employees can operate safely. Beyond simply making a functional extractor, Bogart has many additional features which make extraction faster and more cost-effective compared to other manufacturers. These features include hydrocarbon failing films to supercharge evaporation rates, heavy-duty explosion-proof pumps for flammable liquids and vapors, industrial chillers capable of maintaining large tanks of solvent at temperatures below 60 Celsius. They also offer extensive tech support and consultation services. So whether you need to set up an extraction lab from scratch or you just need some replacement gaskets, Give them a call at 855-553-3887 or check out their website at www.bogart.com. Welcome to Can Trends, the show that delivers cutting-edge pricing trends and industry news to the bulk hemp and cannabis markets. Stay tuned for critical market analysis, new products, and even contract opportunities that your business can land on CanTrade's Marketplace. Hello and welcome to CanTrends. I'm Mark Rostelli, the CEO of CanTrade, and I'll be your host today. Before we dive into today's topic, looking into harvest season, it's important to touch on what CanTrade is in relation to this podcast, CanTrends. CanTrade is a B2B marketplace platform that connects buyers and suppliers in the hemp and cannabis industry while providing the tools to track orders, manage clients, and close deals. Every week, we dive into a specific market category and analyze the data derived from over 2,000 businesses utilizing the CanTrade application. We then publish the analysis and talk about it on this podcast, appropriately named CanTrends. For more information and access to the weekly reports, go to cantrade.com and get registered. Let's get started. In this week's Can Trends analysis, we're looking into the October harvest season, otherwise known as Croptober. This week, we have the opportunity to look into the historical problems farmers faced across the U.S. during the 2018 and 2019 harvest. We're going to start this week's analysis by revisiting some insights from the recent market analysis. Starting in September, we explored hemp biomass and distillate pricing trends along with bulk hemp flour and prepackaged hemp flour pricing trends. Here's what we learned. CBD bulk biomass dropped from $23 per pound in May of 2020 to $17.50 per pound in August of 2020, an overall drop of 24%. The price of hemp-derived extracts such as crude, distillate, and isolate increased an average price over the past four months with an overall increase of 23% from May to August. However, looking into September, the prices of extracts declined and are likely to further decrease through December of 2020 and potentially bottom out in January or February of 2021. Last, we took a look at the pricing trends of bulk hemp flour and prepackaged hemp flour. In September, 
bulk hemp flour was going for an average price of $165 per pound, representing a 27% price drop from May. In that same time frame, prepackaged hemp flour dropped by 44% and is currently selling for an average price of $214 per pound wholesale. The primary reason for the price decline in these analysis is likely caused by the time of the year and the upcoming harvest that much of the industry refers to as croptober because everyone harvests their crop in October. In this week's analysis, let's see if we can break down what is really happening during croptober and explore some possible solutions that your business or the industry could pursue to stabilize pricing. What is really happening during croptober or the October harvest? Everyone in the industry knows the answer to this question. Farmers are harvesting their crop at the same time due to the nature of growing hemp or cannabis seasonally outdoors. Unless farmers are growing indoors or utilizing light deprivation greenhouses, they're at the mercy of mother nature and plant genetics. The hemp slash cannabis plant starts to flower due to the changing light cycle that begins as fall approaches and the nights get longer. The same effect is controlled in indoor grows by simulating a 12 hours on and 12 hours off light cycle, causing the plant to trigger flowering to begin. This week, we're going to take a look at Croptober utilizing government reports and the CanTrade license database to understand the sheer number of farmers that will be harvesting. According to the annual U.S. Hemp Crop Report of 2019, the U.S. saw 511,442 acres of licensed hemp in 2019. That's up from 78,176 acres in 2018. That's a 554% increase in just a year. When hearing these numbers, it's no surprise why the hemp slash CBD bulk markets saw their prices tank during last year's harvest season. So what does 2020 look like? According to the CanTrade database in which we gather state licensing information from every regulatory body in the country, there was a total of 3,856 licensed hemp farms in 2019. These are the farms that farmed over 500,000 acres according to the hemp crop report. As of 2020, there are currently 10,958 hemp cultivators in the U.S., so it's safe to say that the number of hemp acres farmed in the U.S. is going to dramatically surpass the volume seen in 2019. It is likely to see an increase by several hundred percent, just like it did from 2018 to 2019. So we ask the question, will the hemp markets drop again this year? Early hemp entrepreneurs have dealt with a fractured, immature marketplace difficulties locking down supply chain, and a hard time reaching the right customers. Brokers have capitalized on a lack of transparency, often leading to wasted time and resources. Because of the new market's instability, businesses have dealt with both a surplus and scarcity of bulk raw materials for hemp products. That said, people across the country are waking up to the potential of hemp and CBD as an economic driver, we have seen businesses develop across the spectrum. Farmers, hemp processors, distributors, brands, and other businesses have sprouted up all over looking for an opportunity and angle to participate in this market. Unfortunately, the CBD consumer market remains limited. As one of the reasons, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration continues to prohibit 
the extract in food, dietary supplements, and cosmetics. Additionally, a few weeks ago, we covered the fact that eight states have completely banned the sale of smokable hemp flour. These types of regulations act to slow down the retail market outlets, further adding to a surplus in the supply chain. If these types of regulations are lifted, demand for hemp-derived cannabinoids and raw materials should see a significant boost. It is likely to take several more years before the retail environment provides enough outlets to fully consume the volume of hemp that's being grown. So to answer the question stated above, yes, the hemp market is likely to see a significant dip again this year. So what's our takeaway from today's analysis with our final insights? Currently, the hemp industry is not quite mature enough to immediately solve its own problems, as most of these problems seem to revolve around instability and a lack of infrastructure. As the hemp industry matures, the impact of Croptober flooding the market and tanking prices will start to become a thing of the past. However, it will be very real in 2020 and 2021. It'll be several years before the hemp industry starts to mirror some solutions seen in other major agricultural industries. For example, support is present in industries such as corn and wheat crops. Farmers get subsidized by the government, minimizing loss and providing price stability. On top of Croptober, the industry is also facing combined challenges of COVID-19, which hit farmers and startups hard with labor shortages and a supply chain disruption not to mention the extreme wildfires that are currently hitting California, Colorado, and Oregon. These issues are compounding and in some states completely halting operations as the retail outlets are closed, further constricting the demand for hemp products. So what can be done? Since hemp is federally legal, there's currently financial support and relief for traditional hemp businesses in the industry. These businesses are eligible for small business administration loans, federal stimulus funds, federal and state agricultural grant programs, and tax relief. This year, there was also the CARES Act, or the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Securities Act, if your business applied for that earlier this year. However, there is uncertainty around the eligibility for hemp businesses for these relief funds. There's still much work that needs to be done to ensure that legal hemp businesses can benefit from these types of programs. There are also federal, state, and local grant programs available for hemp farmers outside of the emergency relief funds, non-emergency farm service agency loans that may apply to hemp businesses include direct operational loans, micro loans, direct farm ownership loans, USDA certified cost share programs, farm storage facility loans, and specialty loans for minority and women farmers, beginning farmers, Native American tribes, and others. A USDA press release from last week announced the aid package classifying hemp as a flat rate crop. According to the USDA, hemp growers could apply for the CFAP based on the 2020 crop average. For a crop just under harvest right now, it appears that farmers would receive a flat rate of $15 per acre. Hemp farmers can apply for assistance under the CFAP2 through December 11th of 2020. One of the business practices that we've seen help to insulate businesses from the effect of Croptober is vertical integration. Vertically integrated businesses alleviate risk from plant to sale while ensuring increased consistency, quality, 
and product availability. The primary reason that vertical integration can insulate a business from the market fluctuation is the establishment of the brand and customer loyalty. As the cost of raw materials going into a product declines, the price of that product at retail stays the same. Established brands selling finished goods are able to increase their profit margin due to the time of the year, ultimately increasing their bottom line due to Croptober. The O Cannabis Conference and Expo returns to Toronto June 1st through the 3rd, and there are still good booth locations available. This exciting event is free for cannabis retailers and will feature Tommy Chung receiving a Lifetime Achievement Award at the O Cannabis Industry Awards. For more information about exhibiting or to register to attend, go to ocannabis.com. That's O C A N N A B I Z.com. It's time to highlight some articles that will help you take a deeper dive into this week's analysis. Starting with an article from Hemp Industry Daily titled, Hemp Acres Jumps 500% in 2019 as a Sign of Legalization's Impact. In this article, Hemp Industry Daily analyzes the expansion of registered hemp farm acreage in relation to federal legalization. They deliver a brief industry comparison with some exciting insights. Next is an article by Hemp Benchmarks titled, August 2020 Hemp Spot Price Index Report. This article delivers an accurate hemp benchmark price, cited with interesting facts and insights gathered over the past five years. Last is an article by agweb.com titled, Hemp Prices for CBD Tank, But New Opportunities Are on the Horizon. This article reiterates the trending dialogue of tanking hemp prices and insights and the silver lining stemming from these struggles. It's time to finish things up with some CanTrend highlights from the CanTrade marketplace. Once again, let's talk about the Hemp Show coming October 6th. This is a monthly trade show hosted by me and powered by CanTrade. On the first Tuesday of every month, we're combining webinars with the connection and sales tools of the CanTrade platform to create an experience that provides true value for attendees and vendors. This is not just another trade show gone virtual. You don't have to set up an avatar or walk around some digital showroom like a video game. We're keeping it simple, and we have the secret sauce that no other show has. That secret sauce is the CanTrade platform that will continue to generate sales opportunities before, during, and after the show is long over. Every show builds on the last, and each participant makes the experience exponentially more valuable for everyone involved. The best part about the Hemp Show is that it's free to attend or present. You just have to be a registered and verified member of the CanTrade Network. That wraps up this week's episode of CanTrends. Last week, before signing off, I mentioned a little teaser about the CanTrade 3.1 update. I'm happy to say that the testing is almost complete and it's likely to drop by the end of this week, so stay tuned. Thank you for listening, and if you haven't already, be sure to join the CanTrade Network where your business can trade easy. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. 99.9% of our DNA is identical. It's a 0.1% that truly makes us different and unique. And that's what the show is about.
Find out that 0.1% about your favorite guests. Find out what music they like, their first cannabis experience, and even what their room looked like growing up. But more importantly, or as important, their journey. Learn what makes them unique on Everything is Personal.